Hello, Farm Friends. Welcome into another edition of our Farm Friends Pin Care Total Office Podcast. My name is Graham Cadell, and we're glad to have you here with us this week. Uh, thanks uh, once again to our sponsors that make it happen Pin Care Total Office and David Pendle in North Wilkesboro with the support of the Ash County Chamber of Commerce. And today we're excited to none other than have the Ham Radio Club with us and Marty Norris. Did I get that right? Yes, sir. Is that the official name? Ash County Amateur Radio Club. See, that's why I asked. Yep. All right. We're going to talk to Marty and find out more about the Ash County Amateur Radio Club and what they do, and in particularly, the support of the Blue Ridge Brutal. We'll find out more about that right after this word from our sponsor that makes it all happen, Pincare Total Office. We'll be right back. Are you using Pencare Total Office for your office supplies and office furniture needs? Many businesses in Ash and surrounding counties are already taking advantage of their great products and services. Pencare is an approved HP, Brother, Canon, and Epson ink and toner supplier. They offer free local delivery and easy online ordering for all your office and janitorial needs. They're also on NC State contract for government and state agencies. Give Pencare a call today at 336-990-0774 or visit them at pencarellc.com or Facebook. From the break room to the boardroom, Pencare Total Office totally has it all. All right. Yes, they do. And again, thanks to David Pennell and his staff there for the support of our program. Well, Marty Norris, welcome into the show. Hey, good to good to be here. It's been a while. It has been a while. <laughs> and for those folks that are listening to this today, they, they may be thinking, well, well, this uh, podcast sounds a little bit better than the last few weeks. <laughs> we, <laughs> I don't know about we, all that. Now. I, I mean the quality. Well, okay. We snuck Marty back into the control room here because he's one of us. He works here at the farm, and uh, so he had a little bit of privilege of getting in the door, so to speak. This is kind of like old times when we were covering ball games. You exactly. Know? So yeah, it's it's the G and Marty show here. That's right. There you go. That's right. So uh, thank you for taking part of your time to be with yes, us today. Yes, sir. Glad and, to. And um, we want to talk today to you. You, you wear many hats, uh, do a lot of things, but the Ash County Amateur Radio Club, and we'll put the spin on the in the brutal here in just yeah. a few minutes, but uh, tell us a little bit, if you will. Give us a little history and background on the uh, Amateur Radio Club and and then, of course, we'll talk about the many good things that you guys do. Well, um, let me just go back to when I got started in amateur radio, and a lot of people call it ham radio. Right. And there's different versions on what uh, ham means. Somebody, Some people thinks, uh, they think it's an acronym. It's not. Right. I think it goes back to uh, some, some guys hamming it up, as uh, <laughs> a, a term used to be used uh, back in the early 1900s and right. back when radio got started. And, okay. Um, I guess really uh, what how ham radio came about, you know, there there were a, a lot of amateurs out there that got radio going, mm-hmm. uh, whether it was broadcast radio or just a, a, a means of uh, communications. And it was uh, totally new back in the uh, early 1900s. Right. And um, I, I got involved in uh, 1991. So I've been at this for 30 years. Wow, has it already been that long? It's already been that long. That's that, <laughs> I can't believe it's been that long. It doesn't it really seem possible, has. does it? But it really doesn't. And uh, back back in the day, the the guys way before me, they had to uh, get a license, and you still have to get a license through the FCC. Okay. And um, way back there, you used to have to go to an FCC office and take a test, mm-hmm. and there would be somebody there that would, uh, you know, kind of a overshadowing figure i guess 
stern person, you know, sure. that would uh, right. that would administer the exams. That's not the case anymore, and that wasn't my case. Uh, but 30 years ago, yeah, you had to learn the Morse code mm-hmm. in order to get a license. Okay. And uh, now you don't have to. Right. And uh, it can be uh, – we've, we've got a group here that's uh, authorized to uh, give radio exams, and um, I'm one of those as well. Mm-hmm. Um, would that be a proctor? That would kind of be a proctor. They call them volunteer examiners. Yeah, just, so, for some reason, that popped into my but, head. But you're right. There's, there's. It takes, uh, it takes a team to to do that, to administer those, and right. to make sure everything's done right. But anyway, uh, 1991, I, I I got my license. I was 13 years old. Uh, had always been interested in radio and electronics, mm-hmm. and uh, um, got got into it. A, a, a friend of mine in high school. Uh, he was. Uh, he was telling me all about all these foreign countries he would talk to with a wire stretched between two trees, you know. And uh, I thought, yeah. man, that's kind of neat. Right, know? exactly. I mean, in, in 91, the atmospheric uh, conditions were really good. Right. And, uh, yeah, you could talk to uh, Australia on a uh, about a 30-foot antenna mm-hmm. stretched between uh, the side of the uh, woodshed and a tobacco stick drove in the front yard you know <laughs> so i mean it was it was nothing to it being you know, back then but right. th- things have changed but anyway i got into it and um i i i, I enjoyed biking mm-hmm. and that's a another part of uh why we're here today we're t- to talk about the brutal and what role the amateur radio club plays in the brutal mm-hmm. and um let me let me preface this by go saying ahead. Uh, People might be thinking, well, why are you talking about the Brutal now? Well, actually, we're talking about the conversation of the uh, radio club itself. And uh, this would have probably worked a little better back when we did the actual Brutal, but we were booked up. Yeah. So we're uh, we're plugging some holes here in the month of December because sure. of the holiday season. Right. And uh, we may revisit that next year. Exactly. But, That'd be fun. But for those folks that don't do what I do on this side of the desk, Marty was available. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you. You're welcome. All right. So continue on. But anyway, uh, uh a, a, a friend of mine and, and a fellow uh, radio amateur, uh, Adam Waller, mm-hmm. was big into biking. Yep. We were ham radio buddies. And he said, you need to ride the Brutal. I said, okay. Well, I didn't have a Cannondale bicycle, right. you know, or a Specialized or whatever, you know. I had a Huffy, a $100 Huffy bicycle. So I thought, well... Was that a Western Auto bike? I think it came from Brindles. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah, <laughs> back I do. in the day. Yeah. So uh, I thought, well, I'm just going to do my normal riding. You know, right? I'll just ride around the neighborhood or whatever. <laughs> I was not uh, trained for the brutal, and I did 50 miles of it. Okay. <clears throat> so I did that in 1993. Okay. And uh, ever since 1993, uh, after that. Uh, they needed a way to communicate. The brutal was getting bigger then, you know. It was Definitely. Um, since nineteen ninety. I, I can't remember exactly how many they had on in the in the first uh, brutal, but wasn't that many people involved with it. You said it started in ninety or ninety one. Nineteen ninety. Ninety. The the, the, okay. the brutal started in ninety. I got okay. my radio license in ninety one. But okay. Um. Anyway, it's it celebrated thirty years in twenty nineteen. Gotcha. And um. Anyhow, um. The, uh, <laughs> the 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 ride was getting bigger. They had more participants, and uh, you know, a hundred miles in Ash County is it's quite a distance. Definitely. It's 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 a lot of territory to cover. Definitely. And they had tried to communicate over cellular phones, mm-hmm. the bag phones back in the day. Right. And um, 
they, they, they just didn't quite have the coverage on a cell phone like they would with maybe a two-way radio. Well, nobody else really could spread out and operate a two-way radio. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then enters the ham radio club. Okay. We can provide that public service for free of charge. And we we can't take us as amateurs. We can't take any profit, any profit at all. We can't right. make money off of it. it. It is against the law to do so. Okay. But we get together and we help out this event and uh, we, we enjoy doing it. And uh, it's so, a it's a full day. So whose idea actually was it when it began? This was, how did that come about? This was kind of between the Civic Center at the time. Okay, and I guess Maud Calhoun was That's right. was over that right uh, back then. And uh, Adam Adam, it, it was really one of his ideas. Okay, and uh, I, he said, I think we can probably get get enough help to make this happen. Right, and uh, we we have a. It's it's kind of a relay station. It's called a repeater on oh. on top of the mountain, okay. on top of Phoenix Mountain, right? And and it's been there for a long time, um, been there since the early nineties anyway. Mm-hmm. And we had that, so and it covered the county fairly well. So we could use a radio, use our system to uh, on, on the mountain to uh, to communicate better than possibly what a cell phone would at that time. Okay, and. Um, <clears throat> It's it, it's kind of been historic too that amateur radio clubs have always helped out marathons, bike rides, any any type of event like that, and and they've also been you know very instrumental in uh, helping out in times of an emergency too, right, right. Uh, whether there's been wildfires or floods or whatever, it's it's kind of a a social network in mm-hmm. a way mm-hmm. that doesn't have to rely on the internet. Or a computer or anything like that. We we rely on our radio okay. system. Okay. And it can be just radio to radio or radio through a repeater to some to another um to another radio somewhere. Right. But everybody's on the same channel. Okay. Everybody's on the same page. When we call out, everybody that's tuned in's gonna hear it. Okay. So uh, it, it really worked out. And uh we found out that we could keep track of riders or riders that needed help. Um we we tried to stage a, a an operator a radio operator at all the rest stops mm-hmm. one in every sag wagon a support and gear wagon and um, I I don't know how many we actually started out with at the time and we also had somebody at the at the base station which was at the civic center okay so um, we uh, of course it's a you know all day event and everybody's hanging out at a rest stop you know. From you know eight thirty or nine thirty ten o'clock in the morning, right? And then the sag wagon riders, we used to have drivers and a ham radio operator in the wagon, and some of us just decided, well, we can operate a radio and drive too. So right. that would re- reduce uh, an, another another person. But um, we we were able to get riders help when they needed it. It was just another part of the support for the ride and the. One thing that the riders of the Brutal always compliment on, and they are very appreciative of, is how well the ride is supported. Mm-hmm. There's always somebody there, or they, they will be there pretty quick if you have a mechanical problem. We we hope you don't have a, a wreck and get injured, but right. we have had that happen before. Sure. And we are able to call out for a sag wagon or or. If somebody calls into base, we need to go make sure this is taken care of. 
um, the the rest area operators are really important too, because somebody may come up on a bike and say, "Well, you know, I've been this far. I just can't make it right. any further." Right. So we bring a say we we get a sag wagon to come pick up that rider, and without the communication, um, that probably wouldn't happen. All right. Let me interject right here. Today sure. we're talking with Marty Norris once again. This is our Farm Friends Pin Care Total Office podcast. Marty's with the Ash County Amateur Radio Club, among many other things. And we're talking today, we're skewing toward the uh, brutal, and he's uh, giving specifics here today, talking about what these folks do. So uh, please continue on. Get information. Yeah, and you know, the one thing about amateur radio, I guess, too, that I need to go back to, we're... <laughs> I'm, I guess I'm getting there too. We're kind of an aging population. Yeah, <laughs> there's, yeah. there's a lot of uh, older folks that that you know got into this hobby real early in, in their lives, and right. And I, I guess the lure of smartphones and in, the internet's kind of diminished the hobby a little bit. But as a matter of fact, it's it's kind of gotten more people licensed. They're okay. just not as active as they are. So if you're uh, Looking for a new hobby to try out, and you want to meet some new people and talk around the world and get involved with public service and stuff like that. Well, this amateur radio is a is a good way to do that. So you guys, uh, so the brutal has been going on all this time, and you guys have been there every year. We have been much. there since about let's see, the ride started in in nineteen ninety, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, it's. Uh, We've been there since about ninety four, ninety five, oh, somewhere okay. in there. So a good twenty five years. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I'm sure you've seen a lot of like in our business here, a lot of changes, not only uh, technical wise, but uh, as you said, the people. You know, you have different people coming sure. in and out of the doors. So yeah. what's a, what's a typical ride like now? How many people do you stage? Well, we've got we've got a person at the Civic Center, or you know, wherever the base is going to be, right? And, uh, <clears throat> that's that's one of the main things we got to have. We got to have somebody at the base. Mm-hmm. We've got we've got a total last year in well this year I guess twenty twenty one. The ride from August we had a total of six rest stops and we had a person at every rest stop. Okay, and we had six sag wagons and we had a person in every sag wagon. Right, and that that was barely enough. <laughs> wow, and we uh, we had to pinch hit their. Uh, I think the night before somebody got sick, couldn't make it. Uh, we had a, a, a fellow amateurs. His wife got sick, so he couldn't make it. Actually, they kind of tag-teamed the effort at a rest stop. Right. So I had to make a few phone calls and calls on the radio, too, to get some extra help. Yeah. But we got it covered. Okay. And we had one gentleman who went from, I think his uh, rest stop assignment was out at laurel springs at the fire department mm-hmm. well, when he got done the last rider came through we needed somebody at the top of ben bowen which is up uh, buffalo mm-hmm. road yeah and going down the back side to to three top road so okay. so that 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 guy there went to cover ben bowen so he made a whole day out of it yeah no doubt so he he uh he covered two positions and that really helped us out a lot and you know some of the rest stops are in in locations it's usually after a really tough climb yeah. up a hill, yeah, and then you've got a little bit of a of a rest, you know. But sometimes those the climb up the hill is is enough to about call it a day. I guarantee it. <laughs> or somebody's having some mechanical trouble or whatever. Right. So <laughs> it's it's always good to have a person at the rest stop to to make sure. All right, is this person want to go on, or do we need to call some some backup? But you know, for the most part, everybody completes a ride. 
Okay. Or they may take, if they're on the 100, they may take the 75 route or right. whatever. So, but anyway, it's, uh, it, it's just good to have all those, uh, positions covered. And I r- say a big hats off to the, to the guys and the gals that participate out of the radio club. Yeah. That, that make all that happen. What about, uh, the different, uh, positions so to speak aside from the ones that are out on the road the person that's at the base is there a more important job well i don't want to say the word important but more responsibility maybe well uh, adam's job when when he was at at base uh he you know he does he did have limited eyesight yeah and but he could visualize exactly where the ride was at he knew the route because he had ridden He'd ridden in the brittle before several okay. times. Okay, so he knew exactly where where the sag wagons need to co- be, you know, where they need to cover the route. Mm-hmm. When to come back and patrol back to make sure everything is still okay, and you'd circle around. We just kind of hover like hornets in a way, I guess, <laughs> yeah. like a, like a swarm of bees. Right, you know? exactly. But you know, as the ride kind of moves on, we're all spread out first thing in the morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got a couple sag wagons that go out with with the lead pack. And then, you know, the, the ride just kind of extends. It gets longer throughout the day because everybody's not bunched up. You know, right. not, not everybody comes back to the Civic Center at, at 1230 after 100 miles. Yeah, <laughs> wish, exactly. wish I could, but I can't. That's, but, that's uh, moving on, isn't it? <laughs> it's really moving on. Wow. And, uh, you know, you've got you, – you, everything's just really spread out. But he could just visualize exactly where everything was at, what, where the trouble spots were, what to look out for. And about any time there was a curveball thrown in the mix or a wrench thrown into the whole machine, right? He knew what to do. Wow! And as I guess most everybody knows we we lost him just back in October. Yeah, it's hard to believe too. And yeah. um, condolences there for sure. Those those are going to be some big shoes to fill for twenty twenty two. Yeah. Let me uh, interject once again today. We're chatting with Marty Norris here with the Ash County Amateur Radio Club and their role specifically with the uh, the Brutal, the Blue Ridge Brutal bike ride here in the county. And, you know, Marty, uh, I know you can remember as well when it when it all started. You mentioned Maud Calhoun and mm-hmm. her vision and um, just, wow, it really has grown leaps and bounds. But uh, the people that have come through the door, so to speak, I'm sure you've got some incredible stories. You know, you talk about those sag wagons and yeah. the people that have... <clears throat> I mean, I'm sure there's been people that have just said, thank you for being there. Well, I, I had that happen this year to okay. me. And uh, there were a couple of riders on the 70-mile uh, route. Uh, of course, I was driving the farm van. Yeah. Thanks for that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, great it's, to help out. It's good advertisement. Yeah, you know? that's right. But uh, they recognized the van, and they got the, the two ladies that, that I was just watching out for, because I think they were they were pretty much the last ones on the 70 route. Okay. And... Um, they saw the van when I pulled back in the Civic Center, and they got off their bike, and I thought they had a problem with something. And right. they literally just come right up to the window and said, I wanted to thank you personally for sticking with us the whole way. Okay. Because we couldn't have made it without you. Right. And I said, well, man, that, my day's been made. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, a good, that, that's a good compliment to have. Right. And going back down through the years, I'll never forget um, – Dr. Kurtz, Dr. Elam Kurtz, okay. was a big, big-time supporter of the Brutal. Right. He rode the Brutal. He rode up and down. He did the Mount Jefferson Challenge, too. Yes. And uh, I'll never forget, I think his last last Brutal 100, 
I got to pick him up in the van. Did you? Really? I did. All right. And I've known him for knew him for a long time. Right. And um, I said that's uh, that's a good feeling to have when somebody has decided. Well, I'm done. Let's go to the house. You know. <laughs> that's right. I'm there to pick you up. Nice. And that was that was really neat. And uh, that that's another, I always like I like to stay back in the back of the pack and just kind of circle around and make sure everybody's okay and right. they're not going to need anything. I'm 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 loaded down with water. Right. I'm loaded down with some food, nabs or something, you know, whatever. So yeah. and maybe a pump and a extra, you know, bicycle maybe a tire, yeah. yeah, right. Or right, a tire, right. yeah, exactly. So we've got all that stashed away in the vans too, but uh, it's always a it, it's a good rewarding feeling. Yeah. To 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 help out in 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 this event. No doubt about it. You know, uh of course the the pandemic uh <laughs> set us off last year sure. and then we got to come back later and do it this year in august um and it was one of the biggest rides ever right it was this yeah. particular august i think we had over 350 riders yeah uh best i can remember i think we may may have had 400 sign up mm-hmm. and there's some sometimes uh, things don't uh, pan out for everybody but um yeah we uh we had one of the is one of the biggest rides and it's uh people from far and wide well that's good that was my next question i was getting ready to ask you i'm sure you've talked to folks far and wide that have come from everywhere we right? have uh i mean people even from the west coast would come in isn't uh, that something charlotte raleigh um uh, you know pretty much a whole state's covered mm-hmm. charleston south carolina yep uh one they come up to ride their bike but two they've come here for the scenic beauty definitely we Definitely. are the coolest corner in Ash County. That's or right. in North Carolina, but Ash County is the coolest corner. So right. and in August it's it's a lot cooler than down the mountain somewhere on a bicycle. So <laughs> And you know these people that are uh, true professional riders and even the ones that are amateurs. Yeah. They they've got it on their calendar every year. They do. Don't you think? They are repeat performers. They come back every year. Mm-hmm. And although the pandemic knocked us out, um there was still a lot of uh a lot of the the ones that didn't ride in 2020 or couldn't ride in 2020, right? They're they're right back here for 2021, and I'm sure they'll be back next year in 2022. What are some other things that take place on the day of the ride before? What time does it kick off on that morning? It's 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 an eight o'clock start. Eight o'clock start. What? I mean, I'm sure people are there very early and they're getting oh, yeah. their stretching and all that kind of stuff. What's the scene like? Well, everybody's warming up. They're making sure their 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 bike is in mechanically good shape. Yeah. Um they're out warming up a little bit mm-hmm. us radio guys are trying to get the the vans situated with all the radio gear right i mean it, it's not a room full of gear or anything it's it's basically a mobile radio and we kind of upped it this year a little bit put a higher powered radio in the vans and uh it seemed to really make a big difference okay this year. great instead great. of running a handheld radio right that's what we've been doing for a long time but we had access to some uh to some mobile type radios higher powered and that's what we're doing we're, we're putting we're getting everything ready i go over the night before and set up the uh, the station uh at the civic center okay so that way i don't have to worry about the next morning definitely and uh make sure everything's working there and i guess as the the technical guy <laughs> kind of behind it on this part of it sure uh i have to i have to do some planning a month or so ahead of time i'm sure i'm sure so uh and just getting the volunteers to help out. Of course, I've got I've got help in the club too. That's 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 helping me out as well. So, right, right. And that that's that's always good too. I wanted to give you a chance here, uh, as we uh, wrap up here in just sure. a second, um, give you a chance to plug the actual club and how can people reach you and um, if they want to support the club, maybe they want to make a donation or something. Well, we're uh, 
and maybe you want to maybe you're interested in in amateur radio we'll we'll get you we've got the stuff to to so you can study up get your license well you know when you get done studying for the the manual or get through studying the 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 test um preparation stuff um we can get you hooked up there we've got a volunteer examining crew that will um uh, get you licensed up uh, we've got a lot of experience in our club, uh, guys that's been around for a long time, mm-hmm. uh, more than my 30 years into it. Mm-hmm. They know a lot more than I do. And um, it's it's a good good group, good good bunch to fellowship with. Um, and we don't always just talk radio stuff right, either. It's, right. uh, uh, we, we do a lot of other things, too. Um, but you, we're on Facebook. Okay. We've got the Ash County Amateur Radio Clubs on Facebook. We're also, uh, we've got a website. It's uh, W4YSB.org. That's the call sign of the radio club. Okay. And uh, he was, uh, W4YSB was uh, uh, probably one of the first ham radio operators in this county. He was a retired engineer from Western Electric. Okay. And uh, he was last in uh, Roy Tyak, T-Y-A-C-K was his name. And we've got a write-up about him on our uh, club website and um, he was one of the one of the guys way back when radio first got underway, and um, used to hear about some of these older guys, you know, old timers making a coal out of uh, uh, take a bunch of wire and roll it around a, a Quaker oat box, yeah, and put a little set of headphones on and yeah. try to tune in, make a crystal radio. I've seen those. That's that's how he got started. So isn't that interesting? It's very interesting, and okay. uh, he was one of the pioneers in in not only our hobby, but uh, there's another company that Western Electric had, Altec Lansing. They uh, make microphones, made microphones, made speakers, and that name is still out there. Right. Of course, it later on became AT and T and all that. But um, they were very. He was very instrumental, and a lot of the guys. Uh, from Western Electric, retired out along the Blue Ridge Parkway. Okay. And they decided, well, we need to get a club going. So wow. that's how they started. And when I got started in 1991, they were they were all living and uh, had a – they got on the radio every morning at 7 o'clock. Is that right? <laughs> so they would eat their Wheaties or whatever else and get on and make sure everybody was doing okay. That's fantastic. So it's, I did not it's, know that. It's really cool. Yeah. Folks, you, you can't make this stuff up. No, you really can't. This is good stuff. <laughs> Well, is there anything you'd like to add in closing here today? Well, if, uh, if, if you're interested in uh, getting into the hobby or learning more about it, um, hey, give the station up here a call. They'll get in contact with me. I'll get in contact with you. Okay. Go out to the website. Send uh, our emails out there, too. Uh, W4YSB.org or just search, just Google search Ash County Amateur Radio Club. Yeah, that's probably the best way, right? Yeah, that's it. All right. Well, listen, man, I, I, I want to thank you for being here today. Yeah. Uh, I like to kind of keep these podcasts short and sweet. Absolutely. And uh, we appreciate your time. And again, Marty, uh, with the Ash County Amateur Radio Club, and also thanks for the good job that you guys do with the Brutal. I know it's uh, – I hear a lot of people talking about it. It's it's widely supported and greatly appreciated. It's a good good thing for Ash County. It really is. All right. As we say in the biz, Marty, until next time, thank yeah. you. Thank you.